0: Oh! ho, 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 Welcome to another episode of the Halloween Podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Perez, and today's episode is very special to me because I have Brandon from the Dueling Ogres Podcast with me today, and we're going to discuss a movie that I think he loves, and I probably don't love it as much as he does, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to have a good time. So, uh, Brandon, how are you doing?
1: I'm fantastic, Lyle. How are you?
0: I'm doing fine. Got a late start this morning. That's why our we had to push you back a bit. But I'm here. You're here. And we're ready to roll.
1: Yeah, I'm ready to talk about this movie. Cool. Well, let's stop
0: beating around the bush. We, <laughs> we watched, or what was it? Jason... Uh, Friday, Friday the, the
1: 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan.
0: Part 8. You know, when you first mentioned this to me to watch this movie so we can talk about it on the show I thought it was for whatever reason I thought it was part 3 so I went into it thinking this is the third movie (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what's going on here but now later on I realized no that was the 8th movie then I said whoa that was the 8th movie why would they continue
1: (laughs) yeah Oh, there's 6 or 7 movies after this one
0: yeah, I know. I was looking at the uh, the Wikipedia page, and I was like, "Man, there's that many Jasons." Because honestly, I've never seen a Friday the Thirteenth movie.
1: That's had I known that, I probably would have suggested a different one.
0: Maybe, but I mean, I have seen a lot of horror movies, but just haven't really seen. I haven't really seen um, Nightmare on Elm Street either. I'm trying to convince my wife to watch them, but she's like, no, I don't want to watch those. And I said, oh, well, then I'm never going to watch them because I'm not going to watch them alone.
1: <laughs> Growing up, my group of friends, it was always you were a Jason person or you were a Freddy person. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies either. I was always a big Friday the 13th person. Nice.
0: Yeah, I. this movie... Out of all of the movies, I I don't think I've seen anything out of any of them. The only one that I did see something was, I think it was on like TV or something but I have seen two scenes out of this movie. Uh, the two scenes that I remember seeing was when, um, when they finally make it to, to, uh, to Manhattan, to the actual place where they're not on the ship anymore. They're Um, he's like walking, Jason's walking, and then he like kicks a trash can and the the punker dudes like tell him something. He lifts his mask up and then they like cower. That's, that's one scene I remember. Um, and then the other one that really stuck with me was when, uh, the guy was like fighting with him on, on the roof. And then Jason just gives him one hit and his head flies off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the other scene. But those two scenes are the only ones that I've seen out of any Jason movie before I actually sat down and watched this movie.
1: So really, I feel like you got a good cross-section of what the Jason movies are about from those two scenes that you'd seen already.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of went into it knowing that it was just a slasher film, that people were going to die, Jason was just going to kill kids, and that was it.
1: The thing I love about this movie is that it advertised itself as Jason takes Manhattan, and then it takes him an hour and five minutes, I think, out of the hour and 35-minute runtime to actually get to Manhattan.
0: Yeah, he didn't take Manhattan. It would have made more sense if one of the characters was named Manhattan. If the lead <laughs> character, if her name was Manhattan, then I, it would have made a ton more sense. But, yeah, they, they spend most of the times on that ship, and I don't even know what they were doing on that ship.
1: Yeah, it's never really clear. I think it's supposed to be a some sort of maybe senior trip. Okay. Yeah, that,
0: I guess that makes sense. Because it, it was nothing but kids on there. Kids and, like, two chaperones and the captain.
1: Yeah, and, and they're all taken care of pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, everyone... Well, let's let's kind of start from the beginning. The beginning made zero sense to me, too, because um, apparently, like, th- these two people that had nothing to do with the story, they were just there <laughs> in the beginning. And... They're on a different ship where they're trying to leave the ship and they're about to get it on when all of a sudden um something happens electrical thing happens Jason's body's in the in the bottom of the of the lake comes to life and then just kills those two
1: for what reason yeah. I don't know Jason at the end of the last movie, Jason was killed and his body was left at the bottom of Crystal Lake. Oh. So in this movie, right before they decide to get it on, the guy is throwing down the anchor so the ship doesn't float, uh-huh. and the anchor captures the uh, or catches on the electrical line that runs underneath the lake for whatever reason. Yeah, that makes zero sense. And then jolts Jason's body back to life.
0: Hmm. Yeah, honestly, I was about to ask you: Is it like the same Jason all the time, or is it like multiple Jasons? Because I don't you know. I don't know what Jason is. I don't know what he's supposed to be. Is he a demon or a zombie? Like, what is he? Do you does it? Is it even mentioned in any of the other movies what he actually
1: is? Kind of, yeah, but it varies from movie to movie. There's really no consistency at all to it.
0: Okay, so it's kind of just like he's he's different different things.
1: Yeah, he's undead. He can't really die, except sometimes he does die. <laughs> It's <laughs> the best way to explain it. Until they need him for the next movie. And then they bring him back to life somehow.
0: So he's kind of like Frankenstein's monster in a way.
1: Yeah, actually, that's a good comparison. Hmm. He's like Frankenstein's monster with a hockey mask.
0: With the hockey mask. Is that even explained either, why he has a hockey mask?
1: Yeah, he gets the hockey mask in part three. Okay. And it's just one of the campers at Crystal Lake brings a hockey mask with him and he picks it up.
0: Oh, so that's it? There's no, like... No flashback of him like with his hockey stick or whatever, wanting to be on the team, but they didn't let him. So when he saw that mask, he's like, I'm gonna be on the team now and I'm gonna kill all you guys.
1: (laughs) No, it's not like a mighty duck scenario. Oh
0: man, that would have been cool, that would (laughs) have been way
1: better. Yeah, so he just
0: saw it and thought it was cool and put it on. Thought it was Casey Jones before Casey Jones, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, that was that was the beginning of the movie. Like, the the first two deaths, I think, were probably the most gruesome.
1: Yeah, they really hit the ground running with those two. And I think there's some pretty gruesome deaths in the movie, or some pretty, I feel like, visceral deaths. Uh But these ones are the most bloody out of them. Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I watched this movie. I tried to watch it. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch it and really pay attention. And then I found myself, like either looking at my phone or answering emails while the movie was on, rearranging the office while it was on. So I yeah. kind of, I kind of think I missed why they like, he, he just kills them. And then all of a sudden they were, they were all like the next group of kids were trying to get onto that ship and they were about to leave. And then the captain was arguing with his son. And that's kind of where I came back for a little bit. And I was like, okay, now let me see what's going on. Cause I, I missed like a good three, four minutes it probably explained what what is going on, so
1: well, I have good news for you. It doesn't explain it at all. <laughs> that That's the scene good. at the beginning is just to explain how Jason's alive. Mm-hmm. And then the boat that the kids are getting on is a totally unrelated boat in a totally unrelated port, mm-hmm. who Jason just kind of happens to show up and climbs up their anchor.
0: Yeah, okay, that's probably what I missed, because I thought they were leaving from the lake, but then I thought, they're, like, going on a cruise ship. Why would they leave from a lake? Like, I don't know if, is it, is it connected to
1: the ocean somehow? <laughs> well, Jason is on that boat, and somehow that boat washes into the harbor where they are. Right. But he's on a lake. He's He starts out on Camp Crystal Lake.
0: Okay, and then he's just wandering for a little bit until he finds the next group of kids to, you know, torment.
1: Yeah. Apparently.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, Jason seems <laughs> like he's got some problems, but then again, I never seen any other Jason movies, so I don't know what problems he has with kids. Um, but I mean, I I guess out of all the Jason lore that I hear a lot of people talking about in either podcasts or pop culture stuff, uh, he was made fun of as a kid, and then he was he drowned or something at at Crystal Lake, and that's why he's so messed up. Um, But that's as far as my extent goes on why Jason is the way he is.
1: That's basically it. He drowned while he was drowning. The counselors who were supposed to be watching him were off in the bushes. Mm -hmm. So that's why not only did he come back as like this vengeful monster thing, why he specifically targets teenagers. Oh,
0: yeah. Now that's making a little bit more sense.
1: So going into this, I know you said you hadn't seen any of the Friday the 13th movies. What kind of horror movies do you typically watch? Are you a slasher movie fan?
0: No, I mean, I like more of the psychological stuff. Um, I mean, it's hard to define it because I don't really like all of the the stuff going on. now. I didn't like Saw. Um, I didn't like Hostel. I don't like the Torment movies. Um, it, it just, there's really nothing scary. It's just, I mean, the biggest fear everyone has in life is death. So that's kind of what those movies play on is just killing. That's all it is. But I'm more of like, there's got to be more of a psychological thing to it other than just, I'm going to die one day and I'm watching a movie about people that are dying right now. Um, so I, I would probably go for like, um, one movie that I thought was pretty cool was, the updated version to uh uh the uh body snatchers with nicole kitman i forgot what that movie called the uh the invasion i thought that one was was pretty good um movies like that that it's not necessarily killing it's more or less like um changing the way we live um that's more scarier than actually dying itself
1: so you like kind of the creeping horror, like the fear of the unknown?
0: Yeah, that's that's more interesting to me. Like um, I, I'm a huge fan of zombies. The one thing that I, I always think is the best part about zombies is um, how the zombies come about. how um, how it starts is always the most important part of a zombie story. Anything after that, it's always the same. It's all repetitive. There is, there, you know, they're trying to survive. There's one person in there that's going to ruin it for everybody. That person does. And they die at the end or most of them die at the end and, and when the zombies actually finally come in. And that's pretty much how it is in every single zombie movie. There's, there's really no difference. So the beginning part is always the more interesting part, the scariest part, because you're seeing your society being torn down brick by brick. And there's really nothing you can do about it, and that's scarier.
1: Yeah, well, and it seems like there's only so much variation that can happen in a zombie movie once the outbreak actually takes hold. Right,
0: because there's really nothing nothing new. I mean, unless you want to throw in, um, like, aliens come in, but that's already been done. Uh, You can just keep throwing in a bunch of different stuff, but it's it's always going to be the same formula. It's always going to be there's one bad egg inside of it that ruins it for everybody. Most, Mostly everyone's going to die in the end. There's no resolution. Um, they just escape, and the zombies are still wandering beneath them. That's how they always
1: end. Well, and, and as tropey as that is, I love the Jason movies, and the Jason movies follow the same formula every movie. Right. Now that you've seen Jason Takes Manhattan, you've seen pretty much every Jason movie.
0: Yeah, if they're all the same, that he just... Uh, gets resurrected somehow and then he just kills uh, all the teenagers then I'm pretty sure yeah I did watch all of the Jason <laughs> movies in one movie
1: there's there's some supernatural elements in the later ones he can transfer from body to body hmm. he also becomes kind of a demon and he goes to hell for a while okay and then fights his way out <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're ridiculous movies
0: hmm, he fights his way out like he's fighting his, his like demons and stuff
1: yeah hmm
0: that sounds interesting i might have to watch that one
1: it sounds interesting but it's not
0: it's really okay thumbs (laughs) down Yep. thumbs down so this (laughs) let's get back to this movie because that's what we're really supposed to be talking about um so he's on the boat and then he the the first kill on the boat i think is the that like i don't know rocker
1: chick Yeah, it's kind of the punk rocker 80s chick.
0: Yeah, she's like sitting there playing guitar, rocking out, and all of a sudden Jason, I don't know what Jason does, just like smacks her or something, and she just dies.
1: He hits her with her guitar.
0: Yeah, wasn't she playing the guitar, though? Was it a different guitar?
1: (laughs) She's playing the guitar. She sees him and drops the guitar and runs.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: And then he catches her in the lower parts of the deck, which I love the image that he then... Picks up her guitar and just carries it around with him for, like, the five minutes he's chasing her.
0: (laughs) Yeah, until he finally reaches her and smacks her a dozen times.
1: Jason, I feel like, has a huge sense of irony in the way that he chooses to kill people. Right.
0: Yeah, so she was all into guitars. He apparently didn't like the music, so he killed her with the guitar. (laughs) That's how it went.
1: He's more of a Bee Gees kind of guy.
0: I I guess. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Why? (laughs) <laughs> he likes the disco.
1: <laughs> so there's there's the guy who is following this rocker around. The guy with the glasses and the longer hair.
0: Right, yeah, that guy. I with the camera.
1: Uh-huh. I couldn't tell. Was he supposed to be a nerdy trope? What was his character supposed to be exactly?
0: Huh, it's hard to tell. I mean, because, yeah, he was kind of like that annoying person because he was helping that rocker chick. Like, he wanted to get into her pants and stuff. But um, I think she wasn't having nothing of it, so that's kind of why he just stumbled around. But he was, like, following them and being, yeah, just being that, being the person with the camera. And, hey, look at that guy. He's a dork. He's got a camera. He's filming something that nobody's even going to remember. But, I mean, they all die. So So that would have been good news right there.
1: Yeah, none of the character development really matters throughout most of this movie and i can say with friday the 13th movies there are certain ones where character development actually matters right it makes sense why they're giving so much time to this character this movie that's one of its big flaws is it introduces people and gives you you know two minutes of oh she likes guitar oh he has a camera uh-huh. and then they're just killed
0: yeah the, there is no character development e- even the the um the main girl Like, she was having, like, visions or something, but none of that was ever, like, brought into. She was just having visions through the entire thing about Jason, having nightmares with Jason in it. And I don't think that really went anywhere.
1: (laughs) In one of the earlier Friday the 13th movies, one of the characters is psychic and Mm. kills Jason with psychic fire. Okay. (laughs) So there is a precedent that Jason somehow gets into people's psyches. Okay. But again, the movie explains none of it.
0: No, none at all. Because I was just like, why is she having flashbacks of of Jason, or why is she even like envisioning him as like? Because I I think like the dad too was talking about putting her into counseling for it too. And I was like, um, counseling, uh, counseling, counseling for for that. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah. Well, her main story as the main character is she's terrified of water so her teacher has pulled her onto this boat to say hey you can come on this trip with all of us it's going to help you overcome your fears and you're starting to grow as a person it'll be good for you got it so then you have the old teacher the guy who wants her off the boat right yeah yeah so it turns out through the movie that he had pushed her into the lake at some point to try to teach her how to swim. Oh, yeah. And she'd she'd almost drowned. Right. So that's why she keeps having these visions because she was pushed into, I think it was actually supposed to be Camp Crystal Lake. Mm -hmm. And Jason, as a kid, tried to drown her, so now they have this connection for whatever reason.
0: Got it. Yeah, now that's making more sense. It might have been a part that I missed while I was uh, cleaning the office. But nonetheless, uh, this... The movie was pretty much just kill, kill, kill. I mean, they, they had a, a moment where they were boxing two guys. Um, and then one guy went inside the sauna and he's all like, hey, we, we had a good match, man. Sorry. And then he just gets, um, he gets the lava rocks thrown on him and then dies.
1: <laughs> yeah, he just drops it on his stomach and then leaves.
0: Yeah. I was like, um, I'm pretty sure if somebody did that, I would be able to get it off really fast but it would have made more sense if guess Jason was holding him so he wouldn't be able to go anywhere and then put it on him but yeah no
1: he doesn't though he, he no. literally just picks it up and kind of drops it on his chest and then walks out walks away <laughs> it's more like a prank than anything else I know
0: but apparently that guy died I don't know how but he died and that's just one of the other things I remember um there was another kid too the um the captain's um the captain's son who didn't want to be a, he didn't want to be like the first mate or whatever um he ended up being like one of the main characters which I didn't think he was going to be
1: yeah they kind of develop a relationship between him and the main character
0: right which happens like I don't know a third into the movie
1: yeah and then it just kind of out of nowhere, I felt like at the very end, once they make it to Manhattan as the credits roll, uh-huh. they're suddenly embracing like they've been dating or yeah. they've been in love this entire time.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, get, I don't get that at all. This
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> so from what you've talked about before we started recording and now I can hear in your voice, I get the sense that you didn't like this movie much.
0: It's not that I didn't like it. It's just not my take of good... Or I shouldn't say good, I should, I should say it's a different type of movie that I, I'm not really fond of. Um, there's got to be story, there's got to be a reason why things are happening. And in this movie, it just didn't feel like anything like that was going on. It was just more or less like spending an hour and a half to two hours watching Jason just kill everyone. And then he dies at the end, which I'm pretty sure that's what the movie's supposed to be about. So if that's what the movie was supposed to be about, it's a wonderful movie. It's perfect. Um, But it's it, there's got to be more to it. There's got to be something. But I think what's happening here is because I didn't watch any other Jason movie, I don't know of the history of Jason. I don't know what happens after. I don't know what happened before. It's kind of I have to put all the pieces together because as they're making this film they didn't throw those things in for a newcomer to be like okay this is why this is happening this is why um, all these kids are dying like talking to you has actually explained it more to me that I know why he's going after teenagers I know why he doesn't like water um the the way he gets killed at the very end makes zero sense but i mean i guess it, now that i know it still makes zero sense cuz he didn't die he just i don't know just got water thrown on him and he turned back into a kid and then that was it he wasn't even dead at least i don't think he was he was just shivering like as a kid yeah and then they, they just take off and and that was it so i i don't know i mean i guess it's it's an okay movie for what it is but it's it's not a movie <laughs>
1: That see, that's my thing with the Friday the thirteenth movies, Mm -hmm. because I would defend Jason Takes Manhattan as a great movie, but I would defend it as a great movie in the sense that it's one that you throw on and you turn your brain off and you just watch a slasher flick. Right. I'm partial to slasher flicks. I love them for that exact reason. I can throw it on, turn off my brain, and just kind of mindlessly watch somebody a guy in a hockey mask murder people in ridiculous ways. Mm -hmm.
0: Which is exactly But as it stands, it's not a good movie, really. Right. If it's supposed to be good cinema, it's not supposed to be good cinema. It's just supposed to be, like you said, mindless stuff to put on. And probably if you're having a Halloween party or anything like that, that's the type of movie you'd have on in the background while people are, you know, chatting and you know stuff like that. But I mean, good cinema, no, for what it is, it's it's fine for what it is. It's a good movie that way.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. But I I did. I, I did enjoy some of the deaths, if you want to talk about some of those.
1: (laughs) The one that gets me, and this isn't the most ridiculous death, but this is the one I see that, outside of the boxing scene, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Of course. He's chasing one of the girls, and she's running from him, and she ends up in kind of the disco dance area of the ship. Mm -hmm. And he picks her up, and he just strangles her. Right. And there's nothing around it. There's not you know head doesn't fall off anything he just literally lifts her off of her feet and strangles her Uh while 80s music plays in the background right and then he throws her and just the sounds like the way they got the stunt person to move as he throws her and lands creeps me out with how realistically it seems like a dead body being thrown Mm -hmm. would be right yeah i do remember that so that's one of the less ridiculous deaths
0: oh yeah definitely um I mean, but a lot of these deaths were pretty ridiculous. Um, my because... Okay, let's let's talk about that boxing scene because th- that's the one that I remember the most. Um, I remember seeing that as a kid. I, I, I was probably maybe somewhere between 5 and 10 when I actually saw that scene, and it was TV. Um, I didn't see it because, you know, somebody had the movie on. It was just on TV, and I don't know if my dad was watching it, whoever was watching it, but the way I remembered it, he was, you know, the the guy was hitting Jason one after another after another, and he, the way I remembered it, he got close to the edge. One more hit, and Jason would have toppled over. But he was just too tired. He couldn't hit him no more. And then he tells Jason, "Go ahead, give me your best shot." And Jason hits him, and then he falls off of the um, of the building. That's how I remembered it. What really yeah. happens? <laughs> He's hitting him. I don't think he's anywhere near the edge, and he just can't hit him anymore. He's throwing swings. He's just too tired. He can't hit Jason anymore. Then he tells him, hey, give me your best shot. And then Jason uppercuts him, and his head flies off. Which How does his head fly off like that? <laughs> like, uh, honestly, I think you're – I oh, man, I don't know. They're, I don't know if – it would have made more sense if he slashes, his throat and then – uppercut him then there would have been some give but
1: he just he up, just straight mortal combats him yeah
0: and it was like a clean cut like <laughs> it, it wasn't like more pieces of him went with the head it was just no a clean slice <laughs> like okay <laughs> that's totally and I, different I
1: think the exclamation mark on this scene and this scene whenever I'm trying to sell this movie to somebody whenever I'm trying to tell them you gotta watch Jason takes Manhattan this mm-hmm. is the scene that I use to sell it to them right Because not only does he uppercut his head off, but then you see it fly off of the building, falls into a dumpster, and then the lid of the dumpster closes. (laughs) Yeah. It's so outland. Out of all of the kills in any of the Friday the 13th movies, this is the most cartoonish and outlandish of all of them.
0: Of course. It has to be because, I mean, there's no way that's going to happen. But it did. Apparently, Jason has his moments and, you know, uppercut his head right off.
1: <laughs> Something about this scene too that I learned is the actor who played Julius, the guy who was boxing, mm-hmm. is full on hitting the guy dressed like Jason.
0: Yeah, because it looks it looks very real. It's the most realistic thing I've seen in this entire movie. Is how hard yeah Kane, hitting him.
1: Kane Hodder, the guy who plays Jason, apparently told him just hit me. Kane yeah. Hodder's like six foot eight, six foot nine. He's a giant man. Oh yeah,
0: I've I've met him before. And, oh, you have? Yeah, I met him at a um uh uh, horror convention at uh, I think it was Texas, Texas Frightmare is where I met Oh, him. that's awesome. Yeah, he's um, pretty big. Um, I didn't really get to stand next to him, but you can just kind of from a, from a distance, you can see, well, this guy's pretty big, so you don't want to get caught in the elevator with him. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Nice guy. They're always nice at, at these conventions. <laughs> They're <laughs> always nice. They just want money. They're always nice. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he was there. You can see it that he is actually hitting them, and the only thing in between him is, you know, that hockey mask, which I'm pretty sure was hurting the um, the the guy doing the punching, too.
1: Oh, yeah, he has, at the end of the scene, he has bloody knuckles. Mm-hmm. Most of that is actual blood. There's a little bit of movie blood added in there, but most of that blood is his. He actually bloodied up his knuckles, punching the mask.
0: Wow, well, I wonder if he had any, like any problems afterwards because I mean that was a pretty good hits and he was doing it for a while I wonder if he was really tired at the end or if it was you know played up
1: a lot of the acting in the Friday the 13th movies are terrible but I I really felt like this guy did a good job with this character
0: yeah he was probably my favorite character out of all of them I wanted him to live but from like what I remembered as a kid I knew he wasn't Um, because the second I saw him in the first fight scene because he's fighting um, I don't know some other guy and he just like just, like, hits him, and then that's it. He was he had no more in him and he just knocked him out. And when he was fighting with Jason, it was a whole different story.
1: Yeah, they go out of their way in the first scene to show that he's kind of a phenom as far as a boxer goes. Right. Yeah, and
0: was the best character out of all of them, I think, even better than the main character. Um, sad he died, but... That's just how it goes. Because honestly, I think everyone died except for the guy and the girl. I think even the parents died. Didn't they die? I'm pretty sure they did.
1: Yeah. The older teacher is shoved upside down into a barrel of <laughs> toxic sludge or something. Oh, yeah. That was it. And then the, the lady, I think she was just a teacher. I don't think she was actually her mom.
0: Oh, really? I thought
1: it was the mom. I could be wrong. It seemed pretty unclear. Right. Um, She's in the car with all of them. The main character, Rennie, drives the car into a wall because earlier some dudes on the street just inject her with heroin.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about those guys.
1: Yeah. So she has really no reaction to being injected by heroin either. I mean, she kind of reacts for a second and then Uh she just runs through the rest of the movie probably very, very high.
0: Yeah, it could have been. I mean, she was very frightened. Um, adrenaline could have been pumping through her. It probably had a, a reaction, but I mean, honestly, no. She probably, she probably would have been way high during the last scene.
1: Well, so she crashes the car into a wall because she thinks she's crashing into young Jason, mm-hmm. and then the car catches fire, and they all drag themselves out of the car right before it kind of bursts into a fireball. Right. And then they just look back, and I can't remember the, the lady teacher's name, but they just say her name, I'm like, oh, Mrs. What's-her-name was in there.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: oh, that's it. So that's you don't it. see any sort of death scene. It's just off-screen fireball. Oh, yeah, she was inside of that. So that's too gone. bad, I guess.
0: Yeah, too bad. So sad. But uh, yeah, those junkies. <laughs> they ended up getting pre- uh, killed pretty cool, too. Uh, yeah. There was just, I don't know, there's no reason for them at all. Um, same with the cops. The cops just show up out of nowhere and then they get they get killed. Um, and I, I don't know. I thought when they found the cops, I was like, OK, cool. They're going to get the, the, the they're going to get to the station. Um, everyone's just going to start shooting at Jason until he finally dies. And then that's it. But no, it didn't work out that way. <laughs> it was more uh, they're about to get saved. Nope. Jason's just going to kill these guys and they're going to keep on running
1: i think with slasher movies one of the things they can brag about is body counts yeah and i really feel like that's what this movie was doing is padding it out because the total body count on this is 18
0: 18 people and imagine if if they never killed jason at the end how many more people do you think would have died
1: well, there's there's literally no way to stop him, really, except for, I guess, some water in a sewer. Yeah. But, th- but even then, the water stops him because he's afraid of dying. But in the opening credits of the movie, after he kills that couple, he swims to wherever it is he's going.
0: Yeah. Th- that's why I was saying the, the ending makes zero sense of why that would even bother him or why that even killed him. But you didn't kill him. I'll, I'll argue that because he was just shivering. Like he was curled up in the fetal position, just shivering, and then that's how that's how it ended, from what I could remember.
1: I think the director was trying to do a sort of like faux artsy thing, where you don't know whether it's the main character is hallucinating, Child Jason, there, mm-hmm. or whether he actually is reverting back to Child Jason. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's ridiculous, though.
0: Yeah, because I thought it was going to be more like. Um, we see it as jason but jason doesn't really exist it's all in her head that's why i was thinking because she she, the guy was telling her about the psychology um she needed to get on there because the the counseling because she's seeing jason everywhere and he's not there he's nowhere so i thought it was going to be more or less the guy that she was running with that was going to be the person that was doing all the killing but in her mind she was seeing jason Oh, okay. Um, that's what I thought was going to happen, but as it as it turned out, no, it was, you know, Jason was down at the sewer and that's who was really doing the killing. That's that's kind of how I thought because I know I know for a fact in the in the first movie, it's it's not Jason, it's his mother. I, everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of thought it was going to be the similar thing with her that it's not Jason, it's, you know, the person she's supposed to be with and then she kills him at the end. She's the last one alive. But, it didn't work out that way would have been a better movie that way but oh yeah
1: absolutely that would have given it like kind of a cool psychological twist
0: right so that she was just seeing it and everyone was right she's not you know jason's not there it's this other guy but she's just imagining that it's really him um but i mean who knows she probably died when with those junkies or she's probably still with those junkies and then everything else is just a terrible trip
1: yeah could have been But she gets her dog back, so the trip isn't super bad.
0: (laughs) She does get the dog back at the end.
1: One more thing I wanted to bring up, um, because we're probably running about where you want to be, right?
0: No, we're good. Go ahead.
1: We're good? Okay. Um, One of the things I wanted to bring up, too, is when they're on the ship, there's a deckhand on there that just keeps telling them they're going to die. Mm -hmm. There's no... Sort of backstory for him at all. He's not a character from a different movie. Uh-huh. He wasn't in a previous Friday the Thirteenth. He's just the trope of kind of the mystical janitor. I, that character, I was rewind and I've seen this movie quite a few times, but it's been a few years since I've seen it last. There is literally no explanation for it. They just kind of brush him off every time. They give him weird looks, and then he's killed, and they're just like, just they just move on with their lives. There's no questioning right. of. I wonder. What that guy was talking about, or mm-hmm. whether he knew something, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I, I, I don't know, I guess he was just the the trope of the, of the guy that knows everything but doesn't know anything. Um, that's, I mean, they, they do that a lot. I, I think I saw it in Final Destination. There was a um, I haven't seen that movie in so long, but <laughs> um, the guy that does the cremation apparently he knows what was going on, um, and he was telling them, Yeah, I mean, only. Uh, only a new life can stop death or whatever, and I was like, "How the heck do you know that, dude? You're just you're a dude working minimum wage for at the freaking uh, burning people. <laughs> that's what you do. How do you know?" <laughs> um, uh, Boy Meets World even made fun of that too on on the on the show. Uh, and then there was Sean that episode um, with the, with the creepy janitor who ends up dying at the end. I th- that's kind of what I thought when I saw that character and you started talking about it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that is the trope." And then they just
1: kill him. That's it. I feel like that's not really used as much in movies anymore. Oh, no, definitely not.
0: Now it's more or less like, you know, how much gore they can put into it. And that's it. As far as yeah, those go.
1: It, Maybe I'm being a little hypocritical in saying that I think that movies now focus way too much on gore when I love the Friday the 13th movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, but it, it's a lot different now. I mean, it's more torture now than anything um, Jason didn't torture anyone. He just killed them and that's it. Um, like I said earlier in the Saw movies, it's all torture. Um, in the, uh, what was the other one that I said? Um, uh, hostile. Final Destination. Final or Destination. Hostel, yeah. yeah, Hostile. It was all just torture. That's all it is. Um, so Jason just dealt with them because he wanted to and that was it. There was no torture. He didn't hold them and be like, oh, I'm going to kill you because I don't like you having fun when I'm drowning and, you know, just kill them. So that's good. You're not a hypocr- uh, hypocrite doing that. I don't think so. They're different movies, different styles.
1: Yeah, well, and it goes back to what you said, too, where in the Friday the 13th movies, when he's killing somebody, he's just killing them. And I mean, there might be kind of the horror element of he's hunting them for a minute. But when it comes down to it, you're getting stabbed with a machete. You're getting your head cut off most of the time. Right. Whereas a lot of the modern horror movies like Hostel... The camera will linger while somebody's doing something horrible to like a finger uh-huh. or an art. you know, and I think right. that's where it kind of crosses the line into the type of horror that I'm not interested in.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's really not much more they can do with with that type of stuff. Um, they keep trying to one up all the all the old movies one them up but eventually I mean what what are they gonna do? act like physically kill somebody on screen go a snuff film <laughs> that that's gonna be like Eli the Roth will be
1: all all over that.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean where else can you go? but I don't know, I'm not a filmmaker. I, I, I just watch films. I have no desire to even make my own film or anything. so I'll leave that up to them. So yeah, that was Jason part eight. Uh, no wait Friday the 13th part 8 Jason Takes Manhattan
1: overall, Which is a fantastic name I do have to say Jason Takes Manhattan is awesome
0: Yeah but it doesn't really make sense No <laughs> I mean whatever Like I said if it, the girl's name was Manhattan It would have been perfect but no <laughs> uh, So yeah I mean overall it, it was an okay movie for what it was um, It's not going to win best picture Of anything um, So I mean that's what I think and you, obviously, would, you loved it.
1: <laughs> would you recommend this movie to anybody?
0: <laughs> I would recommend it to somebody who just wants to watch uh, an 80s um, slasher film. Because, like, honestly, when I think 80s slasher film, that's the type of movie that I think of. So that that's perfect fit for that.
1: Okay, so be honest. Did this peak your interest in watching any other Friday the 13th movie or did it pretty much cement your opinion about Friday the 13th?
0: Um, well, I've been wanting to watch them all. Like from beginning, you know, start with the first one and go all the way to the very end. But uh, I never did. I, I don't know why. Um, now that I've seen this one, I probably I, I will go and watch them. But it's just going to be more or less if I have nothing else to do, then I'll I'll watch them. But I think the first one, is, is more one that I'm going to have to pay attention to. Probably the first two or three I'm going to have to pay close attention to, and the other ones are just probably going to be the same.
1: I would say if I were to recommend these to somebody who wants to check out the Friday the 13th movies but isn't a huge fan of what they've seen so far, I would say watch the first one because the first one's a bit more psychological. Right. You can skip number two, go to number three, because that's where he gets the hockey mask. If you watch one and three, you've pretty much seen the evolution Right. And that's really all you would need to see.
0: Right, yeah, that's what you would need, because you would need that, that lore. Because, honestly, I did that same thing with um, the Star Wars movies. I haven't seen any of them. And then me and my wife and my family, we we just sat down and watched all of them in, like, two nights. I, I know bits and pieces, but I don't know exactly, you know, I had no idea that um, Darth Vader was supposed to be Anakin Skywalker. I had no idea that um obi-wan was ben kenobi in one movie and then he wasn't um i didn't know why he was a ghost i don't know because i mean the third movie he gets sliced in half by vader and he just disappears he's a ghost now but i didn't see any of that in the first movies i didn't see like episode one when or episode two whenever the jedi started dying none of them disappeared so i i was like (laughs) way confused um but that's kind of the Did same Did you
1: start with episode one?
0: Yeah, I started. We went one, two, yada, yada. Even though everyone was telling okay. us, you got to start from three and go, you know, do three and then go, um, I don't know what they said, three, four, then go back to one, um, and then two, and then skip three or something like that, skip two. And I was like, no, I'm just going to watch it from, yeah. from one all the way through. And, yeah, I was confused through most of it, but... i'm pretty sure it's gonna be that's probably what happened with this jason movie i went way too far in but it gave me a good idea of what to expect when i actually do go back and and see the rest of them which i will do in time so yeah i guess that's gonna do it for this episode of the halloween podcast i hope you guys enjoyed our little talk of these uh of this jason movie and uh yeah it was a lot of fun brandon uh where can people find you
1: Uh, You can check me out at DuelingOgres.com. I have a podcast called Dueling Ogres Podcast. We put out one weekly. We don't have a set day we put it out on, but we also have a YouTube channel. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a podcast. You can search up Dueling Ogres and you can find it. Cool, cool. Also, I do have to say for your listeners, it is not safe for work. There is some language, so if you're going to check it out, make sure – Your kids aren't in the room or your kids are super cool and wear leather jackets and smoke cigarettes, I guess.
0: (laughs) Awesome. What's the show about?
1: Uh, It's really kind of all over the place. We talk a lot about geek culture and news. Um, We'll occasionally do themed episodes. We've done episodes. Every Halloween, we'll pick a monster and do an episode on that. Uh, We've done witches, werewolves, mummies. Um, We also talk a little little bit about mental illness and mental health. So we kind of do mental wellness checks on one another every episode to see where we are nice so it's really kind of just a mixed bag we don't have a focus beam of any sort
0: awesome awesome well the name suits you well
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: so um yeah that's gonna do it for this episode if you want to um you know send us any comments any messages or if you want to suggest a topic for your future show send those to the Halloween Podcast at gmail.com You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheHalloweenPodcast. We are also on Twitter at TheHalloweenPod. And uh, you can support us by going to iTunes, leaving us a five-star review. Those always help. You could also go to our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash AmazingAdvertising. And you can go ahead and give us a small donation, get access to a lot of bonus content that's probably already up there now. So uh, get to that, support the show. And uh, we will love you for it. So, yeah, that's it from me and Brandon. So you guys have a good night. Have a good night.